0: Today we have Lenny. Lenny, thank you so much for being on the show, the ASD-Andre Shoot and Drink
1: Podcast. Again, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me on. I'm kind of nervous to be on the show. You've had some YouTubers, some quality YouTubers from what I've been
0: hearing. uh, So before we started recording, we were talking about uh, That's The Point, uh, uh, Solo Yakker. I've had now High Desert Community Watch. I've had uh, Big Nick South Florida Accountability, and um, so my guest today is very special because he is none he is not an activist whatsoever, but he does bring a lot of value in terms of real estate. He's been doing it for how long now? Uh, a little over a year now. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he's new to the game, but he's you're constantly learning so many uh, so many new things about. Uh, selling and marketing and stuff like that. You're very active on social media. Um, I follow you on my personal account, and you follow me as well. And we've known each other, I would say, a little over a year too. Like, did um, I know you before you became? No, I knew you. I knew you when you first became a real estate agent, right? Yeah, when you I didn't know became, how
1: long into it I was. Yeah. I don't know how long into it it was when I met you? How did that's you meet cool. me? Oh man, that's a good question. <laughs> I know you know you. Julio mentioned you. Yeah. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, there's this guy Andre. I know he's like, mad cool. Dude's like an entrepreneur. Dude's has like an ebook. He's selling it. He's like doing great." And he and like I don't stop. I always talk about like entrepreneur type stuff. So I think he was like, "Hey, you should meet him, man." And I was like, "Oh yeah, cool." And I think he gave me your Instagram. And okay. I think I had been like, watch, like following your Instagram. Yeah, I think you liked one stuff. of the
0: post or something. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then, so, like, I, you know, I recognize you, but I'd never, I don't think, I, I think I meant to DM you, but I saw a post, actually, that, I think you, had said you were moving, so I didn't bother, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, whatever, it's too late, and then we were at the, I, th- One we Loudon. Like, we were at One Loudon Yeah, so, One, yeah, one
0: Loudon uh, in, I, I live, currently live in Northern Virginia, and so does Lenny, and uh, there's this area called One Loudon in Ashburn, Virginia, Loudoun County, and it's like a hot spot for like young people to go. It's like brand new, it's right? Like old spot kind of. Yeah. Where people are and I remember them. that night I was with uh, my girlfriend, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, and randomly, I, we weren't even, tr- we weren't we didn't even mean to like go out and, and drink or anything like that. It just kind of happened. It was like at an Indian bar, right?
1: Yeah, pinned. Yeah, is, just, is, is that still around? It's in such a bad location that I have no idea cuz it's behind it is it's behind everything so yeah. you can't see it you have to like physically go looking for it to find it yeah the
0: only way we found it is i just followed the music yeah yeah the like, dj and there was like nobody
1: there and yeah. and that night i would been <laughs> drinking i
0: was with my girl and we that's i i didn't had never met you before and i remember just uh immediately recognizing you from from instagram yeah and then immediately saying <laughs> hello to you i'm like oh shit
1: yeah no <laughs> that I was, was I would say like it's crazy how social media, you can—you feel like you can know somebody like personally and then yeah. you meet them and it's like, oh man, I feel like I've known you for like a while even though I've yeah. never met you ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. 100%.
0: So that's, that's how we met and we've been friends ever since. Yeah. And I've actually tried to get into real estate and so I have a ton of real estate questions for you. Oh boy. Um, well, number one, why did you get into real estate and... You know, are you, are you enjoying it so far?
1: I am so far. Um, why I got into it, so, I don't know if I ever told you this. I got no, I don't think you've ever told me this. So, I'm actually curious. It, it's kind of a, I'm not going to do like the longest story, I guess, because it's really long how I got to that point, mm-hmm. but was in college, uh, got kicked out twice, not for like anything like drugs or nothing like that, or academics. Mm-hmm. It was uh, all financial stuff. And they sent me a letter. They are like, yeah, you basically can't come back. They were like, you're not a student, so you can't live on campus. Had to find an apartment, kind of just worked at jobs, and uh, started reading around that time a lot. And started reading about, like, like every book I'd read would be about money because I was broke, and I was like, I need to make money. And eventually, a, there was kind of like this common denominator of real estate. And every book was kind of like, people who make the most money invest in real estate and people who invest in real estate live the good life in the long run and they have assets and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, so real estate's the answer for me not being broke. <laughs> and I was like, I wanna, do, I wanna get into real estate. And I was like, oh, real estate's very complicated and very expensive and I'm a college student with no money. How do I do this? Um, and then eventually kinda wanted to be a real estate investor, um, didn't know anything about real estate investing, learned about real estate agents, and I was like, oh, real estate agents sound awesome. You can work for yourself, be your own boss. You know, it's all commission-based, which is bad because it's not safe. But it's good because there's no ceiling. Like, I can work all week, seven days a week if I want to. And my work ef- my work effort or ethic produces income if I'm good.
0: How much commission uh, do you think you make? Like, just based off of one,
1: one sale, like, what percentage? Uh so like my split now is like 65%. I get 65% and the broker gets 35.
0: You get 65% of the total
1: sale? Yeah. Some brokers are like like I know EXP Realty is like 80% and there's some weird I, there's some weird thing where I think after like you close like one or two contracts. I don't know the exact rules. Uh. It's like you get 100%. So a lot of agents are flocking to EXP. Um, I like Weikert. I'm with Weikert. I like Weikert because they have a lot of training, and
0: the facility. Right now, we're in your in in an office that they own. Weikert, what it's it's pronounced. Okay, yeah, it's it's really nice in here. Like I would love to work in an environment like this. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) editing my videos a lot easier instead of you know the room that I have at home. Yeah, no, this this (laughs) office is so nice. I love this
1: Um, but yeah, were we? Oh, so yeah, I wanted to be my own boss because I worked, you know, I was in college. I worked, at, I worked at a lot of, I worked at a movie theater, Walmart, a gas station, a bar, pool. I worked a lot of jobs and I hated all of them <laughs> except like uh, the pool hall was cool. But I didn't like working at those jobs. And I was like, oh, if I'm on my own boss, I can make my own decisions. I can control my day. You know, it's way better. I can get commission. Yeah. Um, so that's my very long answer about how I got into real estate. And you say that you're enjoying it now, so far. Yeah.
0: What? What are the downsides for you? That or uh, things that you hardships that you faced since you started? And uh, yeah, just start with that hardships, like mistakes or anything like that. Things that you, like you recommend new new uh, anyone trying to get into the into the business into this this line of work. What would you recommend they don't do? Things that you've you know you've uh,
1: experienced bad things i would say something well man there's a lot because <laughs> i would say one of the main things that at least for me i didn't know anything about getting into real estate no one it, it's kind of like normal school almost when you take classes they don't teach you anything about real estate mm-hmm. like nothing they just teach you how to like not go to jail <laughs> like literally it's like oh yeah if you take money from your client's earnest money deposit and put in your bank account, mm-hmm. you can go to jail. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool, great, thanks for sharing that. How about, you know, what is this? How do I sell real estate? And they're like, yeah, you'll figure that out eventually. And then you get your license. And it's like, oh, what now? I know nothing about the neighborhood. I know nothing about the process of selling. I know nothing about the home buyer process, how to list a house. Then they're like, yeah, there's this thing called the MLS. Like, I don't know what that is. How do you use the MLS? They didn't teach me this. Wait, so
0: so when you're before you get your uh, license your real estate license, you're saying that they don't teach you anything the classes know like
1: they know so, about how to actually
0: be an agent they, so it's like what so it's like getting it's like getting
1: your law degree <laughs> yeah. law degree as an attorney and then you don't even know the law kind of yeah, well yeah kinda I would say it's kind of the equivalent of not knowing how to practice as far as like getting clients and what to do. Oh, okay, with the okay. information you have, if that makes more sense. So,
0: okay. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff in
1: real estate in general that they just don't, like the classes they just don't teach. And it's like, why? How long are the classes? Uh, in Virginia, you have to take 60 hours. I took mine online um, and took way longer than I should have. How come? I, it was online, and I could do it my way <laughs> so it took like a whole year to do like oh that. How, how long is it supposed to take, like weeks? It could have taken me like probably three weeks. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's only 60, it's 60 hours, and then you have to take a test, like a, I forget what exactly what it's called, it's kind of like the pre license test, mm-hmm. and then once you pass that, you can take the state and nationals test, which you have to go like to a facility, and they kind of like separate you. And Are there a lot of people in there? And the uh, are you test with you? Yeah. Like a lot? There was a lot like of competition. It was like, was like a there? ton. I mean, they had multiple classes in like multiple okay. locations, but I was, I mean, like maybe 10 or 20. Oh, I, okay. took it. I failed the first time by like one point. Shit. So I was really pissed. But, uh. Does it cost money to take the test? Yeah, every time you retake it, it costs I mean, money. So, how much does it cost? I think it was like 60 or $70. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be a lot more. No, it's, it's not, not that bad. awful, but. You can only imagine like I took the test and they're like, yeah, you got one question wrong. And it's like, it's another 70 bucks. <laughs> I gotta spend it. I'm not failing a second time because I don't have $70 to keep shelling out for these tests if I keep failing. So.
0: So what would you recommend for someone that is, that is getting into it for the first time, knowing everything you know now, what is the first thing they would need to do? And in order to have a, you know, a more, what, uh,
1: a better transition than you had, I guess. Get a mentor. Get a mentor. Yeah, like if you don't have your license, I would, so me personally, something I would love to do like once I really get into it, is like if someone's coming in and they want to get their license, I would just kind of say, come with me for like a month. I'll show you how I make calls, I'll show you how I market, you know, I'll show you what it's like to show a house well, wow. I'll show you how what it's like to open the lockbox because it sounds really simple, but you get to <laughs> you know it's really awkward when you get to the lockbox and you don't, know how to open it. <laughs> you don't know how to open it and you feel like a moron and your client's like, hey bro, like like do you even real estate? <laughs> do you even do this? And you're like, oh, it's my first time. But yeah, it's not the like, it's not the test. I open a lockbox. So, but
0: well, yeah, when 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 you're selling a house to a potential buyer, right? what is the most common complaint that they have about a house? And what do people care about the most? Probably price.
1: It's like price? the first thing that comes to mind. Okay,
0: price. So if you get it within the price range, they, what is the next thing, next biggest thing? Because price, I mean, that's kind of like, there's nothing you can do about the price, is there?
1: I mean, you can negotiate. Like everything in real estate's negotiable, which is...
0: Yeah, but then again,
1: I mean, you want to try to make a profit here, so like... Well, the se- yeah, well the seller, Wants to make a profit. Right. The buyer could care less about the seller. Right. Which I mean, you know, that's as my client, I don't care about the seller. I shouldn't say I don't care about them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm obligated to serve my client, the buyer, right. or the um,
0: best way for in, in their best interest. Yeah. But like, what, what's like the next thing? I mean, other than price.
1: Um, I would say probably the quality of the house. Like, it, sometimes it's cosmetic things which aren't that big of a deal in my opinion but mm-hmm. you can get emotional buying a house so it's like oh this house has like really terrible walls it's like you can repaint a house you know that's not a huge issue or this house's basement is really you know awful it's a weird shape or something like well you can customize right the layout of the basement like the cosmetic stuff's not important what we want to focus on more is where it's at you know what's in that surrounding area the things you can't change are the most important thing mm-hmm. square footage which more or less you can't change but those things are important sometimes people focus on like really like um i had a client we were buying a condo or she was buying a condo um we got to the home inspection and there were really minor things that were wrong like the tub didn't have a um like a plug the screen, you know, the window didn't have a screen. Yeah. And it were very minor things. All things that can easily be replaced. And I, at that time, I was like, I'll literally take money out from my commission and put it towards repairs. Because I was like, this, will, this costs less than like $1,000. This won't be that much money. Like, probably a few hundred. I don't want to, you know... It's not good to sacrifice the house that you want for very minor things that aren't that expensive. And... I don't think she was too happy with that. So not with me saying that, but I don't think she was happy with the with the quality that it was in after the inspection. So just because
0: of a plug, she was like, "I'm not buying this out." But up until then, she was interested. Yeah, it was more than just a plug. Okay.
1: So like, I don't know like how familiar you are with like the process, but I recommend people get a home inspection because it shows you know what is wrong with the house, and every house has something wrong. There's no house that has. Does it cost money
0: to do a home inspection? Yeah, Yeah. Okay.
1: So how much much would that normally cost uh, a client? It depends on who you hire. I think the guy that we used, this home inspection was like $400. Oh, okay. So a lot
0: of times people, I mean, that want to save, I mean, just $400,
1: they'll be like, nah, I'm good. Some people will probably try it. I recommend no one do it. Even if you get like a brand new house, get a home inspection is right. my suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of people who just don't want to do it. Some people probably know what they're doing enough to kind of say, I don't need it. I know mm-hmm. you know my way around a house because they experienced." you know, fair enough. Better be safe than sorry, basically. Better be safe than sorry. Yeah. I actually, speaking of home inspection, I had an Instagram post about home inspections, getting them, and I kind of told that story. A friend of mine reached out and she was saying how her mom, uh, I guess, bought a house, didn't get the home inspection, and the house looked beautiful, and found that there's so many structural issues. Like after moving in, so, so at that then, point, it's wow. like you know, it's like you got to spend money. It's it's like I can spend four hundred dollars to find out what's wrong, and at that point, that can be used to negotiate or back out, or I cannot do it. Not spend the four hundred, move in and spend four thousand because <laughs> or more because there's stuff wrong with the house that could put me in danger, that could be you know just damaging to the property itself. Wow, so a cautionary tale. Yeah, eggs exactly. Basically, I mean, that's why I'm like, just get the home inspection. Peace of mind is way better than <laughs> the few hundred dollars you're going to spend, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, okay, when you're buying a house for the first time, do you need a
1: real estate agent in order to do it? You, can, you or could you just do it yourself? You. So you could technically. I feel like any real estate, any real estate agent listening to this would uh freak out. Because they'd be like, "What are you saying?" You no, know, technically, you could do it by yourself. You yeah, can rent, buy, sell by mm-hmm. yourself. I don't recommend it. Because um, per- you just don't have the knowledge or, or anything or the process. You don't have the knowledge. Part of it is, do you want to be dealing with all the work? That's because I feel like people mm-hmm. think it's very simple. Like you know, I've heard people say, "If you're selling a house, you just put a sign in the front yard." It's like, no, you got to negotiate. You got to deal with the bank. You got to deal. You know, it's a lot of parties you got to deal with and like talk to all the time. And it's like, do you want to do that as the person buying? Because if, say you have a seller who has an agent and you're buying and you don't know what you're doing, they're totally going to rip you off because they know that you don't know what you're doing. And vice versa, like if you're trying to sell your house and someone has a realtor, they're going to be like, oh, this guy has no idea what this house is worth. Let's like ask for like 50000 less than what they're offering. And they'll be like, sure, because there's no real estate agent saying like, dude, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you do that? You know? And so it's like... You know, it's like as a buyer, and it's free to get it to have a buyer's agent. It's free, so to me, it's like there's no downside to getting a real estate agent, unless you are a real estate agent selling your house and it's like you know what you're doing. But even me, I would get a real estate agent if I'm buying a house. Cause, yeah, you don't you know, want to deal with all that. I don't gym. want to deal with it myself. I want to get someone else who's not. I'm not paying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how was that
0: feeling when you when you uh, sold that, that house? The first one it, celebrate
1: yeah it was really it was motivating um yeah just to show that you can do it yeah it, it just felt good because you know real estate it's all commission mm. so you can go like once <laughs> get right. paid. right or um something that has happened a few times with other clients I've had where you do work for like a month or two yeah and for whatever reason they back out or they get frustrated yeah. or whatever. I've had one client fire me and why Man, that's. You, is that a story I should get into, or?
0: Like, I mean, I mean, sure. I mean, I mean, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Ah, uh, so. It, was it
1: your fault or was it their fault or were they just really complicated? He'll say it's my fault. I I'm totally sure it's not my fault. I think he was just a really just an asshole. Yeah, he's just a really like just asshole dude. Um, he wasn't even buying. He was renting. So that was the worst part. <laughs> he was renting. He was super picky. He wanted a place in one Loudon. And for anyone listening that's not aware of how expensive One Loudon is, very expensive, it's very expensive. It's right next. To, I
0: mean, it's right next to a bunch of. It's super convenient. Yeah, right next to bars and grocery stores. I mean, yeah, yeah. These, I mean,
1: movie theater, all this entertainment and food that yeah. you could want. I think I've seen. The last time I checked, I kind of looked at that area to see like what some of those houses. Some of the newer ones were valued mm-hmm. at. I think they were about like eight hundred thousand. Some I think were probably more I didn't check you know, of course, all of them, but a lot more about eight hundred thousand, so this guy wanted to rent there for two thousand dollars, which is I think the average rent there was like five thousand six thousand at the time, at least like it was a lot, yeah, and he wanted to get a place near there for two thousand, he wanted no lawn, he wanted like a backyard, uh it had to be gated off, he wanted a two. Uh, two-car garage with like paint but he only wanted, he only wanted it to be about one level because he was a little bit older he didn't want to walk upstairs and you know I was thinking I was like this is going to be really tough but I'll do my best and I'll try to find what you're looking for because I want to be a great realtor and be you know your dude <laughs> and found him something really nice found him something really nice he liked it his wife liked it and we go to <laughs> you know do the paperwork so he can you know, sign the lease, which shouldn't be complicated at all. It's usually pretty easy. Like for anyone who's, you know, got an apartment where it's not that complicated, it's so much easier than getting a house. And so he's like, Hey, can we, he didn't have a fence. He's like, can we get a fence in the backyard? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, and also he was going to move in like four months. So he, this wasn't like a long-term move in. This is oh, like wow. a okay.
0: very short term. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, Hey, you know, we can, I can ask, but. I'll ask the agent and then she can ask her client, but it's in an HOA community. So they have to get permission to do those types of things. You can't, you know, it's not like you live in the middle of nowhere and you can just build a fence because no one's gonna tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. Like HOA, you have to do you have to abide by their standards. And so we do it. And she's like, you know, I don't think my seller's gonna like this. And I was like, can you just, you know, can you help me out? She does it, and the guy's like, sure, I'll build a fence. So he was gonna do it. And something else happened. I think there was another issue. I don't remember exactly what it was. And he wasn't happy with it. And uh, the rent was too high. I think his max was like twenty five hundred. We the guy brought it down like twenty three or twenty four hundred. And then he was like, you know what? Can we go to 2000 And I was like, 2000 Like, are you kidding me? He already brought it down to 200 It's a rental. It's like, you know, and so I, I, I asked. I was like, can we bring it down to 2000 she's like, are you kidding me? It was at like 2500 It's a rental. This isn't like a, you're not buying the property. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I understand. But he mm-hmm. really, like, wants 2000 And he just, he's not going to be that long. Which is also not good. Because that means he's got to find a new tenant once okay. he leaves out. Like, there's nothing good about yeah. this whole situation. And... So I think she brought it down to like 23 or 22 or something like that. And he was like, oh, okay. And so we're getting ready to do the paperwork. And he's like, so exactly when do I have to pay for first month, for first months rent? And he's like, do I have to pay the full amount right now? And I was like, I've explained to him that when you move in. There's a deposit. There's a deposit. But you don't, so when you first move in, you pay an amount based on the day you move in. Like the amount based on the day you move in. So. If it was like two thousand a month, and you move it on the fifteenth, you're paying like a thousand. You're not paying two thousand for first month rent. It depends on what's you know negotiated in the contract, yeah. whatever. But usually that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And he said, "But I, I don't want to pay for it. We we're moving in December." He said, right. "I didn't want to pay. I don't want to pay in December because my lease from my other place runs out in January. I'd rather move in after my lease runs out." And I was like, "You can." move in once your other lease runs out, but, you know, whatever date, whatever you sign when the lease starts, you know, that's when it's due. We can try to, like, negotiate that, but you got to understand that if you keep asking for so many things, you know, I'm, I'm more polite than this, but right, right. You, you ask for so many things from the landlord, they're going to be like, do I even want you to be my Yeah, because the person just seems super complicated. And exactly. Just, yeah. They don't want something like that living, you know, renting from you. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, eventually it came to the point where the uh, leasing agent, she she kind of said, like, you know, my seller's getting pissed off because you keep asking for so many things and he already knows you're not going to be there. Your client's not going to be there for, you know, like that long. This is a hassle on our part and we're losing money because the longer you take to sign the lease, you know, he's still paying for the house. So are you going to move in or what? And I'm telling, I'm kind of communicating to him that we need to make a decision Eventually, he complains that I'm not getting in contact with him, I'm not calling him quick enough. I had on my phone, I literally would message him every five minutes after he would respond. If he calls, because my thing is like sometimes I don't, when I'm working, I put my phone face down, I'm not always looking at it. Usually if people call, it vibrates and I'll message. Or if I'm out somewhere, hey, I'm busy right now. Not saying that to him exactly, but hey, can I call you back in like five minutes? Or if he texts me something, I'll text him back immediately. Mm -hmm. And he claims I wasn't responsive. Um, you know, ends up firing me towards the end of it. What, What did he say to you? Did he call you? I called him because I had his paperwork finally. I got him to give me his paperwork. I got him to do the uh, deposit. He still wasn't happy with that rent. He wanted to pay the rent after he moved out. Yeah. And it's hilarious. <laughs> it was, it was just hilarious afterwards. It wasn't the Yeah, hilarious. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I imagine happened. like uh, during it, you're yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. And
0: then like, I mean, but I know because I mean, I used to sell cars so you always are gonna find really, really difficult, difficult yeah. buyers. You know what I mean? Difficult and so it's one of those things where it's like, I know exactly what you're going through and I felt it too. So it's just, I mean, it, it is funny to like look back, but I know exactly <laughs> what you're like it sucks. <laughs> and it really does suck. Awful. Yeah.
1: No, but um, hey, yeah, had his paperwork, literally had it like in a huge um, envelope. The leasing agent's office was in Reston, mm-hmm. drove from Ashburn to Reston to hand drop off this package because I wanted to talk to her in person. And drop it off for a rental. Keep, uh, keep in mind everybody, this is not, he's not buying the house, this is a rental. What's the difference? I get like no commission. You get no commission <laughs> you, for rental. You, you get like a few hundred dollars, depending on like how much the. So do you think, uh,
0: do you think someone that was in your position that maybe has 20 years experience, who knows, would have just been like fuck this and just giving it up most realtors don't even take
1: renters because there's almost like
0: what made you what made you want you just wanted the experience or i was new yeah (laughs) did you know that 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 was going to be your commission or did you you knew that yeah i mean just you're just like i just want another one under my belt like you just want i just want want it for the experience
1: you want it for the experience i would still do renters now to be honest um experience i mean money money i mean it well no i mean to be honest I've had a few renters, basically all renters don't even use me at the end. They end up bailing and then just signing the lease by themselves, so you get like nothing. Like zero. Not even like partial, you get zero because they sign it themselves and they don't put you as their agent, so you get nothing. And but I like to do I think it's a good move. Um, and this is just me, other realtors probably will disagree. But I think as far as networking, oh yeah. yeah you yeah, build definitely. a good relationship, eventually that renter is gonna want to buy a house. Which they're probably not going to just sign a piece of paper for buying a house. They're going to be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Remember that one guy, Lenny? He was so helpful. That dude, Lenny, was so yeah. helpful. He actually, like, didn't tell me to F off because yeah. I'm a renter. And answered my questions. Yeah. He answered my questions. I mean, and plus they have friends, too. And their yeah. friends probably hope. No, that, no, no. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think it's like a, Absolutely. to me, it's like an investment. Like, I'll lose the few hundred dollars in time in the short run but in the long run I can make a lot more especially if I follow up with them and I'm, if I'm a good agent and I you know take care of them so I don't I think it's still a good strategy to do a renter but that guy was just a terrible renter but um <laughs> yeah, yeah so give him give the, the leasing agent the envelope she's like you know your client's really difficult right and I'm just like oh you know he's my client though he's you know we're almost there she's like you know she's like you're good because I wouldn't have dealt with him that long. I was like, oh, well. So what it is call him up and i'm letting him know that we're you know finalizing things and he's like so yeah about me paying rent when i first move in though and he's like at the dentist when i'm calling him and i'm like hey that's not what we you know i thought we were good on you paying based on the date you move in which won't be the full 2000 or whatever it's going to be half of that or based on when you move in And he's like, oh, you know what? I don't like that idea. I'd rather just move in afterwards. Can they just let me move in after my other lease runs out? And I was trying to explain, like, no, they won't. Like, I'll ask again. But she's basically saying no. And she's literally, at one point, I think she said, we have two other or three other people waiting to sign a lease. If your client doesn't make a move, like, right now, we're going to, like, pass over him. I think she was bluffing. But it's one of those bluffs where it's like, I can't call you out on it. Because if you're lying, you know, if you're telling the truth, then we miss out. And if you're not telling the truth, doesn't really make a difference you know you're still not don't have to accept him um but he was really upset and he's like you know what Lenny I'm done with you I'm done with this whole process he's like I'm gonna get out once I'm done at the dentist I'm gonna come to your office I'm gonna pick up all my paperwork and we're just never gonna speak to each other again because it's been the worst experience of my life and I was like cool all right fine so I literally left her office I was like you know what guys I'm gonna do it she's like you know wow what a, she yeah, she had some. She was like, "What a scumbag." She'd say "scumbag," but I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, drove back to the office, back here to the office. Waited for him. He comes in. I give him his paperwork, and he was just like, "Yeah, this has been a terrible experience." Bye. <laughs> and I was like, you know, give him the middle finger when he walks out. But yeah, he was. I mean, terrible. it's 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 uh, stories like that,
0: man. I mean. When you first are getting into the sales game, you make so many mistakes. I make so many mistakes when I first had, when I sold my first car. Yeah. Oh um, my! I was. I felt a, a relief that I can actually do this. But I mean, I've been through that, where like I had no idea, because I mean you're just not experienced. You just don't know what you're doing a lot yeah. of the times, and then uh, you make a lot of mistakes, and you get that weird feeling. I don't know if you've ever felt this, where you feel like this weird like. When I, I'm like, don't know what I'm doing, I get like, I feel hot, you know. What I mean, all like, all like warm inside, like I'm yeah. kind of like sweating a little bit, and and because uh, I don't know the answers, I when I worked with uh, selling uh, for Ford, right, I had a similar situation where this woman, she's she's there to buy, and she's asking me questions about a vehicle, and I just don't know the answers, you know. And it's one of those feelings where it's just like, I ended up selling the car. Yeah. But the next day she wanted to come back because she she got like – she started getting like cold feet about it, about what she just bought. Okay. She she didn't have a good experience with me because I showed – I guess I didn't show confidence in myself. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how the process worked and um, I didn't know what the right things to say. So do you think that that also had something to do with maybe if you had more experience um, and you – Said the right said things, maybe in a different way, it would have gone a little bit smoother because it is what you say, and you know what I mean. It, it to, to ease a buyer to really ease them, make them feel good, like sorry, we can't or show more a little bit more confidence. Were, were you is that do you, do you think anything that you did
1: contributed or it or what? Definitely could have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for this particular guy, no, nah, he's just complicated. I felt like he was just complicated. I really <laughs> felt like I did a good job, mm-hmm. and um, like a really good job. I really, like I, I sat there when we first were looking, when I was just looking on the MLS for properties like to, from the rent. What is MLS? Uh, it's like the Multiple Listing Service. Oh, okay. that's what it stands for. Okay. Stand for. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's how realtors go through oh. properties. And you they have to have a license through. to access that, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I think you can pay money. I think if you're like a normal non-licensed person, oh, okay. you can pay money. But um, it's similar to Zillow and, like, Trulia. They're not the same, really, but, yeah, just lets us see houses okay. that are on sale. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, yeah, I went through, like, hundreds of, like, rentals to, because I really take it seriously. Like, I really want to give my clients good work, you know, a good effort. And that I think that's what made me the most angry, is when you feel like you've done a lot of good quality work and, like, really, you know, done well for your client. And then they just like fire you. It's like, well, okay. I literally just, yeah, so that's much.
0: the problem with commission. I mean, there's ups and downs with commission, right? Yeah. You, stuff like that. Like you're not getting paid by the hour. Yeah. So if, if you lose it, you it's, you it's lost all that time and effort that you put into that client. Yeah. Is there anyone that you, that you follow on social media or someone that you really look up to or someone that um, just really has taught you so much and helped you, uh, grow as a real estate agent and, and sell?
1: Yeah, there's two agents I love. Um, Chase, this guy, Chasing J. Miles, is pretty cool. He's like a realtor. I think he's in Dallas. Um, he's really cool. He has, I, I think, a lot of new agents should check his stuff out because he goes through it like step by step. He has like videos with like scripts and dialogues and how to structure a business, like everything. Um, and, of course, Ryan Serhant is awesome. He's like mm-hmm. one of the most famous real estate agents out there. I met him last Monday. Oh, yeah. I, I think, I I think on last... Instagram
0: you posted something about him. Yeah, it, right? that was pretty cool. Yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I'm not in the real estate game, so, I mean, I don't know all these things, real estate <laughs> guys, but, like, it seemed like he, he seemed like someone really, really, you know, popular yeah. and important, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I posted that picture. I was like, no one's going to know who he is except, like, <laughs> Yeah, except, like, the, <laughs> real yeah, the
0: small circle of, of real estate people around you, right? Yeah. And then, what, are, what are the people that you work with when they say, did you show them? They know I don't even do you know it? if they
1: saw the picture. I think maybe like two of them from like other offices. Oh, okay. That I and what's saw. his name? Uh, Ryan Serhant. Ryan Serhant. Yeah. Okay. He's pretty cool. I look at his YouTube. And I bought his book. Read it like five times. But how, how did that feel? I actually meeting the dude. Oh, uh, It was insane. It was <laughs> like a crazy feeling. Because you're just like, man, this dude is like a badass in real estate, and he's right in front of me. He's just like, that's,
0: that ha- that's happened. It's such a cool feeling, like. I guess, like, when you see someone on YouTube for so long, that's how I felt when I was talking to That's the Point. And yeah. I showed you some of his, his videos before we started. I've seen I've seen his videos, and I'm watching them. I'm entertained by them, right? Yeah. And then I've been watching for so long, or, like, all the other people that I've interviewed, and to be actually talking to them, is pretty surreal. So, I mean, yes yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts, right? Yeah. It's not, it, like, I mean, they're just a regular dude, but, like, just the fact that they, it, I don't know. This it. oh, whole like YouTube you like game, them. man. Is Yeah, they're like, the oh, crap, I'm actually talking to this, bro, I can ask him anything.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's cooler for you, because you were, like, literally having a conversation with him. Like, yeah. A conversation. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, mean, I, didn't, like, I didn't get to do that. I, like, kind of met him, but he was kind of, like, I felt bad, actually, because he was, like, walking by me. Because he did a speech at the, at the conference I was at, he was walking by. And I was like, hey, Ryan, can I get a picture real quick? And he's like, He's like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm like, catching a train or something like that. But, you know, come with me as I'm walking. And, like, as he's walking, I'm trying to, like, get my phone out and, like, put the flash on. And, like, take it. and he's, like, tall, too. So I'm, like, trying try, yeah, try to take the picture. And I'm, like, man, I feel so bad. Because then, like, other people are going on stage. And they started talking. And he's still, like, there. other people are trying to take pictures and stuff. And it's, like, oh, this is, I'm just ruining the tired scenario the
0: entire conference. you know who I really 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 am a big fan of is uh the Wolf of Wall Street Jordan, Jordan Belfort yeah I love I like his that. I love his podcast number one I listen to every single podcast episode and that's I don't do that for any other um podcast yeah like that's the only one I don't even I'm not even I don't even sell anything anymore you know what yeah. I, mean? so I just listen to it because I think he's so insightful and uh the, he has uh, the straight line theory. Yeah, yeah, I have
1: that book actually. Oh man, I,
0: I mean, I definitely want to borrow
1: that. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I just love.
0: I've never read it or anything, but I just I enjoy all of his content. I love the movie. Um, the movie. <laughs> yeah, the movie is fucking awesome. But I, I think that he is definitely up there with one of the the best uh, salesmen. Yeah. In, in, Anything they that theory the straight line theory it applies to anything that you're selling. Yeah, and um, Yeah, that when I used to sell cars, I they would it was mandatory for us to watch Grant Cardone believe it or not And they had that famous uh, feud on there uh, or that fight or Whatever, whatever <laughs> you want to call it on that podcast. I remember I remember when I went over to your house And we we were we watched it briefly Yeah, um, yeah that was uh, interesting. That, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think about? I, I'm just curious. I just a <laughs> random question. What do you think
1: about all that? About the feud, like as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like Grant Cardone really had something to prove. I don't know. Like when I first saw Grant Cardone, he claimed he was like the like the best salesman. And in my head, I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool if having and, like, uh, Jordan Belfort. Yeah, like, you can uh, get
0: some, you can get, you know, sort of a perspective of each, yeah. of both, both from different worlds, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they've, they're different people, so it'd be cool to get, like, some info on that.
1: Yeah, well, I thought it'd be cool, like, for them to have, like, a sales off where they go and, like, get, like, a random product that neither of mm-hmm. them are, like, super familiar. Like, so no cars, no real estate, no stocks or anything like that. Just, like trying to think of, like, the most random thing, like, iPhones. Like, they both go into, like, an iPhone store yeah. and see who can sell the most iPhones and see, like, whose system works best and, like, almost like a reality TV or, like, hidden camera type mm-hmm. show. I feel like that'd be cool when I was like, they should do that. I didn't think it would, you know, I didn't think they'd actually be on any screen together at all because I didn't know how much they knew about each other. And then to see them on a podcast and then, like, Grant Cardone trying to, like, be super aggressive for some strange reason which
0: that was weird yeah I, I just saw a uh, podcast episode with Vlad TV you know who Vlad TV is I don't think so no yeah you definitely I just saw it before I came here and Grant Cardone just rips into Jordan Belfort and starts saying he, he says Jordan Belfort's a criminal <laughs> yeah, he says that he says that like he's still salty about the whole thing he's a criminal I don't even know why people you know <laughs> he worship him. He still owes. You know, he goes. He goes. He's a criminal. He owes millions of dollars, and he's a snitch. I heard he does
1: still owe like millions of
0: dollars. Right, he does. Yeah. But he does. But he's paying. I. I. From what I hear, he's paying five thousand dollars a month, every month. He could probably afford it though. <laughs> it's right. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's something. You know, <laughs> some people aren't aren't even paying anything at all. Yeah. I mean, at least he's, he's, he's still he is paying. Something. Yeah. So I just thought. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted to add that in there. <laughs> just I just wanted to see where you. Uh, where you leaned on all that, I really am a big fan of Jordan Belfort, and uh, yeah, he had he had a uh, he. There's another guy. What's his name? Meet Kevin. Have you heard about Meet Kevin? Yeah, I
1: saw that episode. Yeah, that was, that's that good too. Attention. huh? Meet Kevin's a good. I forgot to mention him. He's a really good.
0: Artist. Yeah, I love Meet Kevin. Man, I follow him. Uh, I I believe I follow Meet Kevin on Instagram. I think I should. I don't think I do actually. I meet I. Once I get done this, I'll follow him. <laughs> Now he's good he, he breaks down all of Grant Cardone's um videos or this yeah. like whole business model and stuff and I guess in a way kind of I don't know I from what I've from what I've seen if there's m- multiple real estate guys multiple salespeople that are really like shitting on on one in my mind I'm like what what is the reason behind this you know like yeah. why do they have so much not hatred
1: but like I guess they dislike Grant Cardone or whatever I don't know I mean I would say like his personality is kind of I like him I don't I don't dislike Grant Cardone at all I think he's cool I think he's a really smart guy yeah I think he's very very smart I think he's an expert marketer if anything yeah I, I think his problem is like ego some ego I think he comes off really aggressive all the time and I think for like people like me who just aren't bothered by that it. You know, it doesn't matter. We'll still like him anyway. I think for a lot of people, if you're the kind of person that's like, you know, someone's aggressive, you're like, whoa, man, like, chill out. It's like kind of like Gary Vee. Like, Gary Vee's so aggressive. Yeah. That like... A
0: lot of people hate him initially, and then you actually get to listen to him, and people will
1: will tend to like him. Well, I think what Gary Vee does that Grant doesn't do is Grant Cardone's aggressive, and he He just stays aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't get nice. Gary Vee's like aggressive. But then he'll flip it and like, he'll shake your hand after be like, yo, man, do this, do this, do this. You know, like, like DM me or send me an email with the subject something. So it's like, oh, he's aggressive, but he definitely cares. Where Grant Cardone's like, they he's just aggressive. I don't know if he even cares. There's a few comments that I've
0: read and people are saying like, if I want to listen to motivation, I'll listen to Grant Cardone. If I want to learn sales, I'll listen to Jordan Belfort. And that literally, that literally was like, okay, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's exactly like they stole the words out of my mouth. I was like, "That's perfect." That's literally what in my I guess that sums up my, my position on that. Yeah, I just yeah, because he's motivating as hell. Grant Cardone is super motivating. Um, yeah. a- expert marketer, really good in front of the camera and talking. And I'm sure he has plenty of experience in selling, and he just didn't show it that day. Um, yeah, but he didn't really make a lot of sense to me. No, I really think
1: he just wanted to like argue yeah I,
0: for whatever reason I, I didn't really feel like it, it It had to be that way but I mean no. it is what it is yeah pretty unfortunate and uh, he sued meet Kevin I heard about yeah that's did you see that video it's like a 30-minute video I watched the whole thing dude I was like eating food dinner and I was just like what was, like, <laughs> was interesting so but like this is like my soap opera right here yeah no I love like,
1: <laughs> the drama with all the, the youtubers and stuff <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> i want to know more about like how do you get some of these guests because they're pretty big guests and i feel like a lot of i feel like asking
0: for sure um yeah i mean like i said yeah ask me yeah of course because i don't think a lot of people really know a lot about me especially on the on my channel yeah um andre shouldn't drink you should definitely um, do like just an episode where you where i just talk about myself but that's the thing though i, I feel kind of weird just talking about myself you know like, it would be cool if, like, I had guests. Like, I literally should have, I think I should incorporate, like, a segment where I'm being asked questions by my guests at the end or whatever. You know, every, they learn everything they need to learn about, um, you know, a guest. Like, yeah. we just did. I'm asking you all these questions. Because real estate is literally what your what your main thing mm-hmm. is. And also, self-improvement. I, I also, you just reminded me, man. I wanted to know, you're really into self-improvement. I, we'll get back to, it. I'll answer, Amy answering your question. Mm-hmm. But... You're really into self-improvement. On social media, you post a lot of stories and stuff like that, a lot of motivating stuff. Mm. And uh, you wake up super hella early, like 5 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, right?
1: Yeah, usually, yeah. Like okay.
0: Yeah. So that's 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 a lot of, that's unusual for so a lot of people. A lot of people are like, oh, 6.30, 7 o'clock. Um, so you wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. You're really into self-improvement. Um, what is your morning routine? I, I wanted to ask you that from the beginning. I just completely forgot.
1: Uh you, well, so like, some people even ask me, how do I wake up that early? Yeah, how do you do that? I mean, yeah, tell us all about it. I mean, first, I go to bed at a good time. Some people go to bed, like, one and try to wake up at, like, five. It's just <laughs> yeah. not a good idea. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, That's me. You're just going to be exhausted. Yeah. But um, I go to bed, like, ten at the latest, usually. If I'm going to wake up at five, I'll be, like, in bed at ten. Um,
0: what, do you, I, what do you do to unwind? Read a book or something? Yeah. I always, oh, okay. Like, uh,
1: so around like nine, I try to shut off all electronic devices. Mm-hmm. I try to remember to put my phone on sleep mode. I often forget. Still trying to get better at that. Um, but yeah, no electronics. Trying to get rid of that blue light. Trying to wind yeah. down. I'll read. <laughs> um, and then usually go to bed after that. Um, I use this app, Alarmy, which is like amazing. I always tell friends about it. Um, so you can set it to like scan something nearby, but a barcode, for example, and say you set it for like five, you set a you scan your barcode in like your kitchen, like like a carton of eggs or something like that. You have to go scan that uh, carton of eggs to shut off the alarm, which is cool. The only problem is, like, if you're not where that carton of eggs is, the phone will not stop cutting off no matter what, unless you, like, unless the battery dies or you can somehow get it to cut off. So, even if you turn off their phone? Yeah, like, I turned it off, and, like, when you turn it back on, (laughs) oh my goodness. One time it was really annoying, so I don't do that anymore. I don't don't scan it. I just have, like, (laughs) a shake thing, so, like, you just shake it, like, 20 times.
0: Just imagine you in the morning, like, fuck, trying to turn that shit off. Yeah, I don't do that anymore, (laughs) because
1: I did it one time and I couldn't find. The thing that I would scan, and I was like, "Where is it?" And it was just like going off for like twenty minutes, and I like tried to cut it off; it wouldn't cut it off. <laughs> then I cut it back on finally after it did cut off, and it started ringing again. And I was like, "This is awful! I'll Never do this again." But um, I use Alarmy. Wake up. I get up. Usually, eat, get some coffee. Uh, I dance in the morning. You dance? Yeah. What? What do, you, what do you mean? You dance? Like so? Like literally, I have like my headphones on my desk. I wake up. I try not to like go on social media because. Is like a lot of negativity a lot and i yeah. try not to start my day with negativity um i'll put in the headphones put some like good music on and i'll just like jam out in my kitchen like while i'm making coffee or something or if i'm eating jam out make my coffee puts you in a good mood huh? yeah it puts you in a good mood but when you wake up you just or when you dance after you wake up like a lot of people wake up and they just like watch tv and for me it's all about momentum so, like, you – it's like the law of inertia or whatever. You, you need to be moving in the morning to, like, keep moving all day. Like, you don't want to stop moving, which is why I don't like to sit on the couch afterwards because then you just kind of
0: – Yeah, I can tell you have a lot of energy right now too. I mean, I was yeah. telling this, like, I'm feeling really tired. I didn't drink some espresso. And you seem to have a quite a bit of energy, huh?
1: Yeah, because I, I never I, – I just can't. I have like ADHD, I don't stop moving. No, I don't know, but, (laughs) no, but like, so yeah, wake up, uh, literally like, I'll be in the kitchen making coffee, just like jamming out, dancing, moving around, singing, Um, and then I usually try to like, watch something funny in the morning, get me laughing, get me in a good mood, I'll go to the gym for like an hour, uh, come back, try to get a little bit of work done, emails, whatever, and then do my whole day, and that's... It's basically the morning routine once I come home from the gym.
0: Wow. So you do that every single day. Same thing. Yeah.
1: Weekends, I usually wake up a little bit later just because sometimes Friday I'm hanging out with friends right. and I don't get to go to bed at like 9 or 10. Um,
0: if I do, if I'm And 9, you don't drink heavily. You're always, like, you're, you're always pretty moderate with your drinking, huh?
1: Yeah. I actually kind of started quitting for the most part. Yeah.
0: I, I, same thing with me, man. Like That's one thing that I probably tr- have trouble with is... That's what I mean. A lot of people ask me why'd you name your channel Andre shouldn't drink? Is <laughs> that for that reason? Maybe it's probably just like the I will tend to drink a little too much, okay, to the point where it's like, um, it's just not good for me at all in any way. I just I just don't, um, I guess alcohol, man, it just really it. I guess it could bring out the ugliness in, in me, like it makes me. I just feel just really down the next day, really negative the next day, have yeah. negative thoughts. It's like it's I mean, it's really depressing, good. you know? And so yeah. I, it just isn't good for my well-being in terms of... Because when I'm drinking, I'm not just having, like, a few beers. Yeah, am drinking, like, the liquor, man. Yeah. And so I think that's one thing that I definitely have learned that I need to cut out, yeah. is just liquor. Maybe just stick with wine and beer, you know?
1: Yeah. So, like... You've been there Tuesdays at Burger Night. Yeah. We always get philosophical. Yeah. And I literally had this weird, like, moment. (laughs) We were talking. I was like, I was like, why do we even drink? And I was literally saying, I was like, there's no point in drinking. And they're like, my friend's like, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, first of all, it's like a poison. You go out and it literally hurts your liver. It does. Yeah. There's no logical reason for it. I was like, it hurts your liver. It's expensive, especially in like one Louden and in like, Oh yeah. Loud That's County. 100%. Like it can get, you can get, you can get arrested. You can get arrested. It can destroy your life. Really good. Yeah. And I was like, I think a lot of people drink because it makes them the non caring, you know, version of themselves. Like the the better, better version of themselves. Like if you're a guy, it's a like, version of you that can talk to the girl or the version that can have more fun. And I was sitting there, I was like, but it makes more sense to just practice being that guy sober, so you don't have to be drunk. So you don't have to have the negatives, but still have the positives.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, de- yeah, I definitely, alcohol has definitely been, um, if, if, if I've ever gotten myself in any trouble, alcohol has always been uh, at the forefront for me. Yeah. It's like, in my normal mind, maybe I wouldn't say a certain thing or yeah. do a certain action. But because I had drank and I just... You just do whatever you want. I just am an idiot sometimes, you know? Yeah. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, I really need to make a change. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I don't think alcohol in terms of like liquor, hard liquor and stuff. It's just for me. Just yeah. Not. Well, I'm
1: curious. Why? Why? I'm always curious like why people drink. Like, why do you personally drink? I guess besides like... It feels fun. good. It just, it feels good. Yeah. Is there, is there like a deep down like underlying reason it's that, just, it feels good and it's
0: fun like it feels it you literally it feels good I feel Oh, my chair. <laughs> I feel good when I'm when I'm drinking it's a good feeling I'm feeling like a little numb I'm feeling like just like happy yeah you know and then but then it turns into a point where like I'm drinking too much and then I'm not <laughs> feeling happy and then you know even like personality changes so some people will say like um alcohol brings out the true you you, have you heard that before?
1: I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I, I used to, and then because in my, I'd like to think of myself as someone that's very respectful and kind and, you know, and honest and loyal and all yeah. these things, right? But then, like, uh, there are times where, like, people would, would have told me in the past, you know, what it is, but like, oh, that I've acted, uh, I acted a fool or I was being rude, you know, in the way I, I said things and so it's stuff like that where it's just like I'm like really? I'm like it's one of those things where it's like really? I, like, I don't even rem- like r- remember it in that way yeah. and so that's where it's just like okay if this is what it does to me then why even do it in the first place? Why yeah. just chill with it and just have have some wine? Wine, just, wine makes me feel good has the same effects and just makes me feel sleepy and I feel like one to bed. you know? <laughs>
1: yeah I mean I, just, I feel like drinking just I think when you do it Initially, like there's of course that bad part where like Mm -hmm. you just lose control and all the worst possible traits come out of everybody I think this is my belief. I feel like when people first do it, they they loosen up They want to loosen up because they want to socialize more Or be more, you know, you know, they want to converse with people nearby and socialize and have fun But it's just like you can just do that. You don't need Oh yeah, drink, I mean, I, I started drinking 30. after
0: I turned 21. Okay, I, I'm 25 now. I'm going to turn 26 soon. Yeah, and if you think about it, what was I doing before 21? And <laughs> I was having a great stuff. time. I was doing a lot <laughs> of fun things fun without stuff. it.
1: I know. Last time we did uh, the interview for my like show. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. so
0: guys check out Lenny's too. So, at meeting uh, Virginia. I'm going to link his YouTube everything in the show notes. Um, he does a. It's, it's like a podcast, but in video format. He Eventually, he'll yeah. make it in audio format. Yeah. And he is interviewing, what, entrepreneurs, uh, people that are trying to be successful and make it,
1: um, right? Yeah, mainly entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, from Virginia. Yeah, from Virginia. From Virginia, so, specifically. Yeah. But, um. yeah, when you were on my show, we kind of talked about, like, what you were trying to do in the future. Yeah, what did I say? Um, I th- I remember something along the lines of you weren't sure because you, you just like a lot of different things. So you like to try out new yeah. things, which is cool. Yeah. I, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I like the same way. I think the difference, like I get like really I'm trying to like not do it. I get like hesitant and I just don't like I'll just not do it. Or I get like too flustered and I'll try to do like five different things and do none of them. <laughs> I think you're better at just like picking something and like doing it for like a set period of time. That is like, so true. Like so that's I'm good I'm that's impulsive, a good man treat. i've been i've been I'm, I'm an impulsive
0: person like if i, th- I have any information an I'm gonna plan. like it yeah I just like you know what I'm gonna do this and then I just go ahead and do it and regardless of what anyone says and whether it goes well for me or bad for me, it's up to me yeah. and at the end of the day like i'm I'm glad I did that now I know you know, and that's how I've gone through life and I've done so many different things since I got out of the military and it's been phenomenal
1: yeah no that's a that's definitely a good trait I think it's better. Like one of my, one of my philosophies, because I like to, I'm a philosophical guy, I like mm-hmm. to consider myself. But um, one of my things is like, it's better just to take action and have it be imperfect and kind of just like go with it than to think about it too much. Like, you, you ever meet people who are like really analytical mm-hmm. and they overthink everything? Myself being, I, I don't, I try not to do it now, but I've been that person where I'm like, it's like you see a girl. Should I talk to that girl? Oh, if I talk to her, she might be boyfriend. Oh, if, I, if she has a boyfriend, her boyfriend might get mad. Oh, you know, maybe she'll just think I'm like weird or something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a bad time. You just start thinking about too much stuff mm-hmm. and you don't do it. And it's like, it's better just to do it, just be bad than to not do it at all. Cause at least you'll learn and grow from it. No, that's so true. That's so true.
0: I mean, that's how I've gotten the, these, all these different experiences and different jobs. And I mean, if you told me a year ago, I'd be bartending. Yeah. I wouldn't have believed you because I didn't know nothing about bartending. Yeah. And I've always remember that, that feeling I, I've, I told you about earlier where like when I'm doing something new and I have no clue what I'm doing yeah. and I'm feeling kind of like, I have this like an embarrassing feeling. It's the feeling of embarrassment and like, I feel stupid. Like nerves. Yeah, your nerves. And it is like, I, the best way to describe it is I feel warm, like I'm feeling warm and my hand, I'm getting my hands are sweaty and yeah. I know that I'm screwing something up. I know that I'm on the right track when I feel that way, because it means that Challenges. it means that I'm doing something challenging and I'm learning something brand new that I've never done before. Yeah. And I've felt that so many times and, and since I got out of the military. And it's been it's kind of like it's like living. It's like, I'm, wow, I'm actually living right now. Like yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And then once I le- master that skill or whatever, like I'm so glad I learned how to bartend. I can, no matter where I go, I I can apply it. So it's one of those skills, you know, and then selling cars too. Same thing. And now now I know I can do it, you know? And so, yeah,
1: I mean, it it just makes you feel like you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, I don't know, like some people that don't challenge themselves. I'm just like, how do you live life? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it would just get dull if I did the same thing all the time. For sure. Like never change anything. I don't know. It's just me. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I want to answer your question now about earlier you were asking me about um, how I got people um, on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is this is pretty cool. So literally, I'm going to go to their, their uh, latest video they just posted. So, you know, they post like an hour ago, I go to that video, no matter how many views it has, and I just make leave a comment. And the comment will usually be like, Hey, um, is there a way to contact you via via email or social media? Question mark. Okay. They believe it or not, people do read their comments. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people do. I know I do all the time, and uh, they will give me their email. First of all, I mean, I'll check to see if they have their email listed or anything like that, or social media. And like we talked about earlier, we go through the DMs. Just go through the DMs. Start just asking asking around or whatever, and then in a way, too, like, I make it seem like I have a whole team backing me, too. Do you I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. even – even I, I don't say I. I never use the word I. I always say the
1: word we. Now they know you're see- Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: mean, if, if – yeah, I mean, if they listen this far. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just being transparent here. No, and not- the reason I do that is um, because – I am a one-man team. Yeah. I do the podcast, I do the editing, I do the producing, I do the audio quality, I'm doing all these things myself. But at the same time, when you're trying to get guests on, you don't want them to think you're some you know, newbie, like, mediocre dude, you yeah. want to, they wanna make sure, ensure that you know what the hell you're talking about, what you're doing. Um, and at the same time, when they finally do answer you or whatever, um, you always invite them. Hey, uh, we love your channel, something like that, right? We love your channel. We love what you're doing. Uh, would you be interested in being on on our podcast? Um, here's a here's a link to my channel. Um, please let us know um, as soon as you you can. Uh, thank you for your time. And then I will always be like Andre, right? Like that's that's a message that I would send somebody. Pretty slick. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool. It's like I like that. It's yeah yeah and uh they'll respond and a lot of times they're excited they're just as excited as i am i'm excited that i sent it and i really do want these people on the podcast i want to talk to them get you know pick their brain and just understand why they do what they do and what's their motivation what's their passion and it's it's phenomenal i mean they, they say yes and i'm like hell yeah and that's another thing too i mean very early on uh, on YouTube, not with this channel, but my personal channel, when I was trying to get in contact with really popular YouTubers and stuff, mm-hmm. I felt like I was too aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can become too aggressive, where like you can you can be perceived as annoying.
1: What, what did you do? I, I
0: constantly, know. constantly messaging them and, and oh, you know stuff like that. Like, kind of like spamming, right? Okay. So then it's one of those things where it's like you set up a date, you don't say you leave them alone until that day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just try your best to I guess like I was so I was so new to the game. I didn't understand mm. and I even felt offense to when someone would uh, cancel on me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, take it felt, it felt yeah, I take it personally and that's one of those things where you really need to learn to be very, very patient with, with individuals. You don't know what they're, what they're doing or, and so like, so I have made mistakes. I've like, I told you before with this channel, it's not my first channel. It's my third, third channel that I've ever, I've had. And so I've, you,
1: I mean, half you're doing like all. Yeah. Like, that so I, I have Yeah. And I've made success.
0: many, many mistakes, many mistakes. And so with this third channel, like, uh, the reason I, f- I find like I'm having good success with this one because mm-hmm. of all the mistakes I've made, I'm a trial and error type of dude. And so I've learned from all of them and I feel like I have like a level of understanding. So now I I refuse to make those mistakes again because I hate the feeling yeah. of screwing a, a perfectly good relationship, a, a good business relationship or a good yeah. partnership with somebody just because you're acting a fool for a split second. Cause you're not, your first impression is everything. And so I've been very fortunate to get these and very grateful to get some of these guests that are willing to talk to me and, and even call them a friend. So,
1: you know, no, yeah, no, I completely. That's very. What, what's some of the uh, mistakes you made? I'm curious. Uh, like, w- w- uh, YouTube wise. So, like you said, um, like ruining a business relationship. Like, what's some mistakes? Like being things?
0: spammy. I mean, that no one wants to be. Oh, or someone okay. That's like that is annoying as hell. Yeah. You know, and be like, hey, man. Like, for instance, come on, man. Like, you said that you, I, I mean, you didn't, you didn't keep your word. Blah blah. And then, you know, the response would be like, dude, I have a kid. Like, you know what I mean? It's just immediately it's, it's confrontational and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. That makes sense. I've made those mistakes in the past, believe it or not. Yeah. So it's kind of like selling when you're, when you're a salesman and this is before I became, I learned how to sell with cars or anything like that. Like you have to make these stupid mistakes uh, and in order to learn and grow and be better, like. I've been in contact with high-profile um, YouTubers and stuff and ruined those, those relationships because of I, I would consider myself, a, I have a strong personality. Yeah. That's just who I am. And I'm, I'm go, 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 go. Me personally, if I say I'm going to do something, I go ahead and I do it. I don't yeah. screw around. But not a lot of people are this similar. Everyone is different. And so yeah. you have to be patient. And that's probably been my biggest problem in, in my life. It, patience, impulsiveness, uh, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, and um, yeah,
1: yeah, it's a little bit of adapting to the, yeah, the learned individual. Man. Yeah, you made me think about uh, what's that one guy I remember a while back? He had like an ebook like yours or like a YouTube channel, and you you and him got into, like a little bit of a like a feud mm-hmm. almost.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, looking back on that um completely stay away from drama especially if you're gonna be on social media (laughs) and stuff like that and and with that yeah i know exactly yeah with that i would um i probably say i just didn't like what he represented i should just i should for me i'd be like all right let him just do him i shouldn't even get involved Mm -hmm. um i just i thought what he was doing was disingenuous and dishonest he was so he was selling an ebook. That, that had information on it that you could easily find and access online um, through a Coast Guard website because that's what you're talking about, right? A Coast, yeah. yeah. Through a Coast Guard website. I used to be in the Coast Guard for those of you that don't know. But he, yeah, so you could easily find this information online or even on my YouTube channel and on the Coast Guard website, like I said. And he was selling it for, this, for like 10 bucks trying to make a profit, an easy buck. And I just thought that was so disingenuous and so dishonest. And people that don't know, I mean, for him to make even $1 off this, I thought was, I thought he was just a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And so I call him out on it and I shouldn't have, I should have just been like, whatever, let him do his own thing. At the same time though, is it my place to do that or not? I mean, you gotta, you gotta be like, well, you're exposing the truth, but I don't know. It's just one of those things where you learn and you grow and you're just like, you know what? There's no reason to just even get involved in anything like that.
1: Yeah. That's fair. I'm w- <sighs> see, I'm kind of like weird about the uh, the selling of easily found material. Well, I like I, I see where you're coming from, but ab- I got, so like I saw some forums about this guy. He uh, sells like a credit card increasing course, like mm-hmm. ways to boost your credit score. And I was curious; I was gonna, I was considered buying it, and I wanted to see what, what people's thoughts were. And a lot, it was, like, maybe 60% of the people were kind of like, oh, well, this guy's course, all the stuff that he has in the course, you can just look up on Google. And, you know, when I first read I was like, uh, you know, he probably could. That's interesting. I'm probably not going to buy it now. And then a few people were like, yeah, that's true of, like, you know, people defending him were like, that's true of everything. Like, nowadays with Google, everything you can find online. But they were saying the value that the guy has in the course is that he put it all together. He put it all together and he went through a step-by-step process of how to apply it. And he was like, so it's not the information so much that's valuable in the course. It was the the combining it all together plus the you know way to, to apply it that was the value. And I was like, I sat there, I was like, that's a, to me, I was like, that's a good argument.
0: I mean, I get it 100%. I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Like, it was it my place to, to call anybody out? Because I mean, he didn't do anything to me. It was one of those things where, was, where I should just been like okay i mean that's what he's gonna do but that, it, that it just shows who he is as a, as a his character right yeah in my mind i thought i didn't think it was a right thing to do um yeah but okay. then again i mean people could say whatever about my ebook too except my ebook there is no info on the internet you know what i mean so at the same yeah. time it's um i don't know yeah i guess you have you definitely do have a point it just depends on who you're talking to because uh a lot of people, he has brought a lot of value in other ways on his channel, so I can't take that away from him either. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he like his channel. I don't know. Oh, he's, he's also in real estate, by the way. Is he really? Is he yeah, in he's
0: part-time. Part-time. Oh,
1: boy. Yeah. yeah. Is he in Virginia or is he? He's in, he's in D.C. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I feel like D.C. is really hard to do real estate in. Why? I don't know. D.C. It seems like, D.C. and New York seem like just really difficult places to... Just do real estate. It just seems really like like Miami would be hard, huh? Yeah, I feel like a lot of those like big, really, yeah. Like this
0: is a great area, man. Like 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 I'm telling you, you got to keep up that that video podcast that you got going. Like yeah. the amount of people that you're gonna meet, you should be doing a, a episode every single week. Talking to a person, make time every single week, and and just interviewing as many people as possible. Like literally in my mind, I'm like, man. If I wanted to create something similar to what you would do, ex- I knew exactly how I would market it, exactly what I would do to and, and grow it, to increase it or whatever, yeah, and um, get views and stuff like that. And yeah, you you have something here that um, you know. I think you should really hop on before someone else comes along and starts takes that idea. I don't think anyone yeah. else is doing something like that, man. No, I don't think,
1: not not Virginia. Yeah, not I'm in Virginia. So. I want to in the goldmine,
0: like in terms of like this is good. You, you're gonna get interesting people, and yeah, it's gonna be good for you overall because you you want to build relationships with uh, with people. That's the whole goal. You're a real estate agent, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna if I don't become a real estate agent myself one day. I mean, I know one, and he happens to be my friend, and his name's Lenny. You know what I mean? Guess who I'm gonna call? Yeah. Lenny. You know?
1: No, yeah, like, that's like I mean that's like the best part of the show. Well, it's one of the best parts is like building the relationship. Another part is why a do this. Person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think relationships with like everything nowadays is key. It's everything. Key. Yeah. I want to maybe know your thoughts on this. How do I put this? I want to say that people don't socialize well nowadays. I think for the most part, I truly think that people don't socialize that well, despite social media literally being called like social media. But it's, it's a weird, like, I'm trying to think of a good way to, like, I guess, articulate it. Like, if you call your buddies and go, hey, guys, ten my ten friends, let's do A, B, and C tonight on, like, a Saturday. Two people will show up. And the other, like, seven people or whatever, you know, if it's ten total. They'll find way to flake. And then you see, like, their Instagram and, like, they're just... Doing like all kinds of random stuff, and it's like yeah, I thought we were boys. I thought we were hanging out, or like someone would just be like at home.
0: The, 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 so you are asking my my opinion on all that? Yeah,
1: like do you think people aren't that social nowadays? Because I, I, I just
0: think I think people have always been like that. I think people have all. Been. I think people have always been. People have. I don't think people have changed at all. I think people are just how they are. And to be totally honest, I could count on like two fingers, maybe people that I could honestly rely on. And to be there people that i would probably invite to my wedding you know what i mean there yeah. are so for me i have a lot of acquaintances i know a lot of people but i have very 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 few close 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 friends so it's one of those things where it's like i, I mean if it wasn't for you inviting me out to go go out or go places i don't even know where I'd. but if it like i'd be going with my girlfriend she's not here yeah. but if she was i'd be going out with her most of the time or i'd bring her with me you know what i mean and but if she's not here and you're not there what am i usually doing nothing i mean yeah. n- not nothing but like i'm spending time with my family or i'm just going to do editing or do what i do and or just be working yeah. i mean so yeah i mean i think the same same with other people like if you, if everyone thinks similar in that way i think it's just human nature people only have like maybe they see you as an acquaintance and they don't see you as their close 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 friend and maybe they want to do you know what i mean so it's yeah. it's different. It really is. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty jealous sometimes. I'm like, man, you know that you know so many different types of people and stuff like that. Like I was like, I, it'd be cool to like cool. you know. No, no, I'm just saying like you like you do. Like yeah, you know you know a whole lot of you always have like your group of friends, and um, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> That's like That's
1: invites people. They never show up. It's like hey, let's. Do I mean, this. you have your core. I mean, you have yeah. way more than I do. I
0: mean, no one should I mean, not. I mean. I have maybe one or two that could really say, like, hey, you want to come over, or you know what I mean? But, like, you seem to have, like, on the weekend or whatever, like, a good core group of people that, you know, you know are going to show up and always hang out with and stuff like that. But I think that's just how it is, though. You're not going to – you're only going to have maybe one or two or three at most that really, really got your back, that really, really care about you, that really, really, you know, that you can trust and – that, well, you you're, you definitely are going to be inviting them to your party. They're going to be inviting you to theirs yeah. or for their birthday or whatever. Like, it's I think that's how it, it a is. Crew. Like, it's yeah. like Yeah, like dude, it, dude, that's the best way to have it, man. Like, to have, oh like, God. maybe three, four, five of your closest friends in the world. You know what I mean? I think that's probably the best. And then everyone else is, you know, I mean, if they want to be within that group, I mean, it will happen. If not, friends come and go. Yeah, friends have sure. friends come and go all the time some of my closest friends that i thought i'd be friends
1: with for the rest of my life aren't my friends anymore see like stuff like that though like it's so interesting when like you have a friend and you're like oh yeah this guy's gonna be my friend forever and like one day you try to like reach out to him and it's like they almost not ghost you but it's like man why is it such a challenge to just say hi and so like i'll say that some people say well i get busy and i'm like uh, but I, like you know, I saw Snapchat. He watched like four movies last night. <laughs> he wasn't that
0: busy. He, you, it's it's if you really, if two friends really want to remain friends and remain close, they both have to put in equal effort. Yeah, it it's, it goes both ways, you know. And if one of them gives up on the friendship, then that's it, man. Like I don't, I don't dwell on that at all in my mind. I'm like, hey, I would love to maintain this this friendship, but I mean, if I'm the only one trying to like get make anything happen to hang out or anything and just then that's it i mean that's nothing i can do about it you know yeah i i mean, unless i've done done something that made me a bad friend you know what i mean unless i've done something to hurt you or anything which i don't think i have but i'm just saying like in general it just it, it's just how it is friends yeah. come and go my parents have very few friends um my sisters have very few friends my my very close friends have very very few friends um yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, do you have do you have a lot of friends? Like really close close friends that you've been friends with for like 15 years, 10 years, and you can really really say?
1: Two, maybe yeah. three. No, th- I have three. Two, two or
0: three and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like and people like I said, people that I thought would be my friends forever, yeah. you, you know, are not my friends anymore today. It sucks, but I mean, that's just <laughs> That's just how it is. I mean, it's always going to be like
1: that. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I mean, it's sad. I feel like people should be more... I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad. I don't know. I'm probably going like, to think about it a long and I mean just. I mean, you have
0: to like-minded individuals. I mean, me personally, it'd be cool to remain friends with you, for instance, yeah. for years and years and years and years and years and years to come. But like I said, it's environments, distance... Um, just turn. Just depending on how busy you are too, and the amount of effort that I I put in, the amount of effort you put in will yeah. determine all the all the all these factors will determine whether or not that will happen. You know, and that's how just how I see it. No, yeah, that makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, guys, we're gonna end it here. It's been a longer uh, podcast episode, um, but very very interesting. We I hope that you guys learned something. I know, I mean, I know I did. I hope you guys learned something in this podcast episode. Um, if you did, please check out uh, Lenny's stuff on uh, Instagram, on, what else are you on, Facebook.
1: Try to get on LinkedIn.
0: LinkedIn, Everyone he's out. on LinkedIn as yeah, well. Cause I think send me those stuff. links and I'll put them in the show notes. Um, okay. and, and also his YouTube channel as well. Uh, t- check out his stuff, it's good stuff. Um, he's just getting started, so... Um, uh, thanks for joining me, Lenny. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, with no further ado, guys, this is the end of the podcast episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. All that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, peace.